Hi, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host and the owner of the Blog Cabin. Today I'm chatting with Coach Lisa Ragoni. She's a life, health, mindset, and fitness coach that I met when I did the Create, Believe, Conquer Challenge with Cami Kennedy. If you missed my interview with Cami, check out episode 19. Now guess what I need you to do? That's right, I need you to start listening. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'm joined today by my amazing new friend, Lisa Ragoni. Lisa hey, is a mindset, health, life coach. That's a mouthful, Lisa. It is. I got to narrow that down. <laughs> yeah. But um, Lisa and I met through a challenge that Cami Kennedy, another mindset coach who we have a kind of in common, did called Create, Believe, and Conquer. And we just got really close and we decided we were going to collaborate and come on together. So, Lisa, thank you for coming on today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? So I come from the public relations background and I've been um, kind of doing that for a long time, writing, doing profiles on high achievers. And it's really fun because I feel like I'm coming full circle and now you're interviewing me and I feel like I'm a high achiever. You are a high achiever. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I've also been coaching people fitness, um, helping them to get their bodies in shape. And that comes, you don't start with the body. For mm-hmm. most people, it starts with the mind. Yep. Um, so I've learned in watching my fitness clients that I really enjoy when the light bulb comes on and they go, oh, I can do this. I can do what you've asked me to do. I'm capable. So I've really um, come full circle in that. And I was, Melissa, I was the girl who hated PE. (laughs) And I hated working out. I hated all of that stuff. Um, And then I married um, a guy who was in the kitchen industry, um, designing bathrooms and kitchens for people. And then I found out later that what he really wanted to do was be a teacher and a PE teacher of all things. So followed him a little bit in a journey that I didn't even know I was following as he got fit later um, in life a little bit. And then I started working out. Um, I also made sure that I went in a neighboring town so that people couldn't see me in case I fell off the treadmill or dropped a weight on my head. True story. True story. It wasn't very far away from where we lived, but 
I didn't want people to see me in my workout clothes, none of that. So long story short on that, um, I ended up losing 40 pounds wow. and gaining insight into who I really was and changing. And instead of the girl who hates PE, people started coming to me at the gym and saying, well, how are you doing that? How did you go from this to this? Because we kind of saw you as you started. And I changed the outside because I was able to change the inside first and ended up signing several clients for coaching um, in the fitness health industry and have just recently started um, doing life mindset coaching. I guess I've always been doing it mm -hmm. because changing that mindset is part of how you get healthy. For me, it's being healthy from the inside out and um it's a natural segue, a natural transition to be a mindset and life coach. Yeah, I guess it is honestly like if you're not um, together with your mind and your body's not going to feel the same way. I don't cooperate. <laughs> not at all. So tell me a little bit about, there was a story that you actually posted in when Cami was interviewing you and uh, yeah powerful potential group, I believe, and was talking about this husband and wife that you mm. kind of saved them. Tell us a little bit about that. That's how they put it, that I saved their marriage. Um, um, they're friends of mine, and I won't name names or anything, mm -hmm. but she had called me and said, Lisa, can we meet? I just need to talk to somebody. And of course, so I met and talked and I was blown away because she was talking about um, her marriage and how she was um, she was really upset and she didn't know how to say it because I'm good friends with both of them. And she finally said, I think I'm leaving. Mm. I was literally blown away. And then a couple of days, so we talked through all of that and I said, don't make any rash decisions. Um, but mostly as as a coach does, we're totally different than counselors and psychiatrists or psychologists. Coaches listen mm -hmm. and then help people figure it out um, and untangle kind of the thoughts that they have. So a couple of days later, he calls me and she'd asked me not to say anything to him. So I didn't. I, that's a confidence. Um, and they do know that I share their story. That's, that's okay with them. So he called me and said, Lise, we're having some trouble and I would like to talk to you about it. I'm thinking, okay, that's weird that they're each calling me. And then I find out she's in the car with him. Oh. So they said they were both on board and had decided, um, Lise, will you come and talk to us? So I did. Melissa, I got to meet them in their living room and I had her talk and then he talked. I made a couple of observations. They talked, made a couple of um, recommendations to them. One of, one of those was getting up in the morning before you go to bed and before you start your day, pray together. Just as simple as that. Yeah. Um, just pray together. And not only did they start doing that and start talking and really listening to one another, they're still doing that. And they say that that's what saved their marriage. I didn't do it. 
I didn't say I gave them the tools, the resources that I thought would help them. And I love how you said that because a lot of people think that when you work with a mindset or life coach, that they're the ones that are creating the possibilities and they're not, they're the ones that are giving you the mentality, like showing you the better. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't give the people that are doing the hard work, the credit for that. You know, I just ran into that situation myself where, you know, I've worked with Cami for a while and she's the one that's kind of got me out of my comfort zone, but yes. I'm doing the hard work to do it. I could easily have just sat through and not done any of the challenges and basically just, you know, half, excuse my French half asked it and not really gotten anything out of it, but I chose to do that. So absolutely. And you, you do, you can't sit back. And I, I say this a lot um, in small groups I lead and with clients of things you can't be, for example, looking for a job and even sit there and say, God, send me a job, but you haven't sent out any resumes. Mm -hmm. You haven't made any contacts. We have a person has to do their part too. You have to take action. And one of the things that I've learned is you have to take aligned action. It mm -hmm. needs to meet with your values. It needs to meet with all of those other things that you have um, running through your head. And one of the things that for this couple was marriage was for life. And all of a sudden they were looking at, well, gosh, we're done. Now, it wasn't that fast. It was something that had been building mm -hmm. over some years. And then there was just one thing that snapped in them, that clicked and said, no, we, we can't, we're, we're not on the same page, except really they were. They just needed to think about and not just hear each other talk mm -hmm. or complain or whatever it could be. They needed to actually listen and and hear what was being said in between the lines. Yeah, and that's the one thing that working with a life set coach, it really helps when you, they make you think harder than what you wanna think because yes. you're just hitting the, the surface. They make you go deeper into your like subconscious and things that happened to you when you were a child and then rethinking and retraining your brain to think something differently. I love that retraining your brain, absolutely. And, um, it's not all positive. It's not all negative. I think so many people are afraid because they don't want to go deep. They don't want to rehash and bring things up. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes that's what's, that's what's necessary. And it's so that you can get over that hump and move forward because there's so much on that other side. There is so much on the other side. I mean, I just see it. Well, just reaching and meeting with you when we did our create believe conquer challenge and the zoom mm -hmm. calls when there was three of us on that zoom call besides cami and just actually listening from each other's stories and knowing that hey i'm not alone in the way i'm thinking because that same right. person thinks that it validates it it does validate it we're we're not alone um and you know you're all the way in north carolina i'm in springfield illinois and i one of my life groups that I lead, I've got somebody from Alaska, somebody from Pennsylvania, from Texas, from Ohio, from, from all kinds of different places. I think there are 15 of us in that small group and everybody has some of the same situations. And sometimes you just need somebody to bounce it off of. And sometimes you need someone that you don't know. And 
oftentimes a coach can be that. And that's one of the other things. So far, the people that I have coached have been people that I have known, maybe not known really well, but there's, I have to draw that line and say, you know, we're friends, we're acquaintances, whatever. But in a coaching session, I'm your coach. So hope that, um, you know, I don't like conflict. I don't, I don't want to cause problems. But as a coach, one of my responsibilities is to be real with you and to help you figure out what's real within you so that you can tackle it. That's true. And it's so hard, though. It's so hard to actually get to the underneath the superficial stuff. It is. And it can be something different for everybody. It might be health for somebody who's blocked on losing weight or getting fit in their body. It might be um, somebody who has financial blocks like I've had. Um, I, I don't deserve to make money. I don't deserve to have things like that. Um, we do. We do deserve what is better. And God has plans for us. And I, I think it's in some ways a slap in the face if we say, no, we're not worthy. No, we're not. Because he knows that we are. And as you know, I'm, my life is very faith-based. Mm-hmm. And I take that to heart. I pray for my clients. Um, it's just who I am. And that's how I'm going to coach. I'm going to coach real. And from where I am. And the other thing about coaching, there's no judgment. There's no judgment. You come as you are. Even if it's broken, you know, we go through breakdowns and breakthroughs. And some people are really broken. And it's not my job. It's not a coach's job to fix them. But it's a coach's job to help them understand where they are where they can go, where they want to be, where those visions are for their life down the road and to help them move into that kind of space. Now, have you ever had anybody like quit working with you because it wasn't aligned with what you were saying? (laughs) That's interesting. I um, have a client. This was when I was doing fitness coaching and a young woman that I adored she was 26 at the time and I was her fitness coach and she was at first we were doing everything and she was doing exactly what I was recommending for her fitness wise and things were working for her. And then she started not following the regimen, following the plan that I had specifically laid out for her, her needs, her goals and we stopped one night because she hadn't done the meal plan. She hadn't, um, and, and this is a little different than life and mindset coaching, mm-hmm. but you still need to take the actions that you say you're going to take. And she didn't. And she, to this day says that I fired her as a client. Um, because what I said was, if you're not going to take the action and I'm writing programs for you and I'm spending time on you because I think that's so important, then you might be wasting my time. But you're also wasting yours and you're paying me to do this. And if you're paying me, then you're wasting your dollars. You're wasting your money if you're not willing 
to do the work. So we do, I mean, we're still in contact. We're still friends. And she, she tells people, my coach fired me. And sometimes a coach and a person, they don't align. And I, and I know Cammie's like this too. I'm not in it just to make money from people. So I'm not going to try to keep coaching someone where we, we don't fit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take on clients who are willing to work. They want to make a difference. And I'm the person that is meant to connect with them. I love that. It shows how ethical you are, too, as far as you could have easily just kept taking her money and not let it, you know, and just let her go on doing whatever she wanted to do. No. But that shows really your ethics behind it. And I love that. Love, Thank love you. Are like that. A lot of people are like out for what they can get and the money they can get. So the money's good. I mean, it's a good it's a good reward. It's a good system. But I'm not going to take your money if you're not getting anything out of it. And nor should you invest the time if if you're not. I think. Well, I know what I told her was if you're doing what I've asked you to do and you're seeing results. Wonderful. If you're doing what I asked you to do and you're not seeing results, that's on me. But if you're not doing what I've asked you or suggested or recommended and you're not seeing results, that's on you. Yeah. That is and so it, it sounds kind of hard and tough, but yeah, there might be somebody else who needs that time and effort. Okay. Before we go on to another little section because I'm going to change topics in just a second. I want to do my little um, promo, sponsor promo for the beautiful flowers back here. And of course you see my husband's creeping right there. I added him in there because I just think (laughs) that flowers are gorgeous. So here is the little promo from our sponsor. Hey y'all, welcome to Summer Sunflower Fields at Odin Farming Company. We'd love for you to come visit with us. We're open Tuesday through Thursday and Sunday from 4 to 8 and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 9. $5 admission includes a visit with the pasture gang, the playground, the beautiful fields, and three flowers to carry home. So come see us at 1426 Claridge Nursery Road, Goldsboro. Check out our website, odomfarmingcompany.com, or follow us on social media. We sure hope to see you soon. Okay, we're back. That was awesome. They are gorgeous. I love the, I even love the scenery that, that showed on the sponsorship. And if I lived close, I'd be visiting them. Yeah, <laughs> I would have you because I live like a couple miles down the road from there. So I would, I would so walk there. Well, not really. It's like five oh. minutes drive, not really walk because it's not the best. The highway okay. is not the greatest right there. But okay, if I could cut through the woods and through the river, I'd be right there because it'd be <laughs> literally right through the river. I could go downstream or upstream and get there. It's quicker, but no. <laughs> Okay. Now let's talk about your early morning devotions, which you've been starting to do for your clients. Yeah. Um, my coach, I have a coaching verse for my business and it's first Thessalonians five eleven. Therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as you have in fact been doing. That's what my coaching business is all about. It's about encouraging others toward a life of transformation and gratitude. And for me, that comes through uh, faith in a lot of ways. Um, So one of the things that I've started doing, it's called 
devotions at daybreak. And I set it so that it would be at 5.30 a.m. And that follows into my morning routine a little bit so that I could share a word of scripture, a thoughts, just a word of encouragement each day. Um, three days, actually, is what I've started with Monday, Wednesday, and yeah, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. And I often am reading a devotion um, out of one of the little devotion books that I have. And then I'll comment on it a little bit and usually issue a challenge of some sort. And I'm posting it for anybody who wants to take part in that and to listen. And I'm getting some good responses and more people listening. And I, I really enjoy that. It helps start my day. And I do it because I hope that it also helps other people start their day. Yeah, I'm not always up that early, but I do catch the replays. <laughs> I think I probably have more people on the replays than I do at that hour. And I have to admit that the last couple of them that I've done, I did not get up in time. So today was one of those days, but that's okay. Fortunately, there's grace. So <laughs> Yeah, and you did it anyway. So, you know, and you I did it said, Oh, I skipped the time. All right, the time's passed. I'm not going to do this today. Yes. You stuck to it and you did, did it anyways, which yeah. I applaud you for. Thank you. Now let's talk about, since you're a mindset coach, how you overcame some of your limiting beliefs to succeed. Ah. Ah. Um, we talked a little bit about my fitness stuff already and overcoming some of that and going to the gym and realizing that people saw me as someone who was achieving and making a difference. And then they wanted to, to get on board with me. When other people see you as somebody who's doing something and making a change, and um, then, then I think that helps your own mindset. Other people are looking to you as an expert or somebody with a skill or talent or a gift that could help them. And that's what I've been doing the last, I would say three months, four months. I had been in a place where my mindset was not as good as I had wanted it to be. Um, and I say that with all truth and honesty, I wasn't getting up. I was sleeping too much. I had gained weight. Um, I had, you, you know, I was in a space where I was really comfortable with me and my own skin. And then over these last two to three, four years, I got out of that where I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. I could blame all kinds of things. I fell and I hurt my hips, so I couldn't work out. I used that, I milked it probably for a little bit. I just came out of a wrist um, brace because I hurt my wrist. That has nothing to do with what you can do with your lower body <laughs> or your brain. Um, and somewhere in there, I hit menopause. And let me tell you, I blamed that a lot. That's that's not it. So in the last three to four months, I hired my own coach, like hired Cami, and she has helped me have the appropriate breakdowns and breakthroughs. So my mindset, life is good. Is it perfect? And are we rolling in dough? And is my body in perfect shape? 
heck no, I got things to do. I got work to do still. But I'm of the mindset now that I can do this and I am doing it. It's huge. It's it's really huge. Um, you know, I started my uh, morning routine. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the devotions that I'm doing, which are awesome. Um, but now I have a fitness plan in place again. And I finally, I've been at this plateau. And I finally, because I'm doing and taking the aligned action, I have finally lost some pounds and I've lost some inches and my clothes are fitting better. And I don't care about the numbers on the scale so much. Um, I care that I feel good about who I am. And then I'm leading by example. And and even coaching now, there was a time I would never have said, I'm a life coach. I'm a mindset coach. Mm-hmm. How can I do that? Except I am that. That is, that is so awesome. I'm just in awe of seeing it, this change in you. Because I met you, like I said, with the Create Belief Conference, yeah. the five-day challenge that actually got me into doing these lives because it was one yes. of the challenges she said, okay, go live. And who knew that it was going to be chats from the blog cabin later on. And like I posted in the group today is I had someone on my um, vision board for my work that I was wanted to share a stage with. And I booked her last night that she's going to come on my platform. So I'm like, oh my gosh, there is things about, you know, setting your mind to the, your goals and working towards your goals. And and having a vision and not being afraid of it. Yeah, because visions are everything. I mean, there, there is. Yeah. So how did you get to meet Cammie? Wow. Um, I was just looking back um, through old emails the other day. Cammie and I connected because we were both involved in a, um, a marketing program was for fitness um, nutrition. Mm-hmm. And I met her in probably the first ever Facebook group that I was in. We both had jumped in on that. So I met her then. And then a, probably a year later, maybe, I got an email from her that she'd sent out to people asking for beta testers for a glutes, glutes gains program with a Z, I think was the name of it, for a fitness beta test. And that was when I was getting back into my fitness. Well, not back into it, but into it as a trainer and going through my certifications and stuff. And then, so I did that. And then she started popping in again. And I decided to kind of, you know, check it out. So this has probably been from 2014 till now. So she just kept creeping in. <laughs> and then I finally said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to check it out. And I started with a five-day free challenge, self-love, perfectionist yes. project. Because let, let me say that I had paralyzed perfectionists written all over me. So that grabbed me. Um, perfectionist project, I needed that. So now I'm a recovering per- paralyzed perfectionist. And so now I've done, I don't, this is my fourth or fifth thing with her. I've done 90 days of coaching. I've done a couple of other programs and now in her academy too. 
So wow. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like feeding into what you're going to be doing as your program? Because I know you're going to get certified through her as well. Am I correct? I am. Um, the Create, Believe, Conquer that we did together, she's now doing a certification for that so that other people can coach that. And I got personally so much out of it that absolutely I want to go out and, um, and use those resources and tools to coach other people. And I'm getting new clients and things are are good and i absolutely believe that that's a that's one of the things that i've gotten out of it being able to partner and um, with cami on on different levels and partnership i know you talk about values a lot which is one of the things we've discovered and talked about um in the different programs with her and partnering relationships is definitely one of mine yeah, and relationships are so hard. I mean, it's like sometimes, you know, you want the relationship, but I realize that you have to have a relationship with yourself before you can have the relationship with others and that you can't let others' negative energy feed off of you. Because I'm very empathetic and I tend to take on what everybody else's emotions are, which bring and drag me down. And then when I need to like, hey, splurt it out, there's not a lot of people there that are, willing to listen back to the feedback that I've gotten, you know, so it's hard. Right. Yeah. Um, if you do the strength finders test, empathy is literally my top one. So that can be both good and bad. It can be draining. So I, I understand that, but as a coach, it's wonderful because you literally can put yourself in somebody else's shoes. I guess not literally, figuratively, perhaps is a better term. But I, I feel what other people feel. And that's a gift in the area of coaching. But you also have to um, remember to let it go because you can't fix everything for people. And you also got time for self-care as well, am I correct, as being a coach and even not as a coach? Uh, everybody needs self-care. And I think sometimes we forget. We, When somebody says self-care, especially for women, they immediately say, oh, well, we're going to go get our nails done or our hair done or something to that effect. I look at those things. Yes, they can be self-care. I look at those more as rewards. For taking action or doing things that are really important. Um, Self-care to me is taking time for my prayer and my devotion. Um, Self-care is making sure that I'm fueling my body with the appropriate foods, um, that I'm fueling it with a workout and doing those things that are really good for me from the inside out, not just the external that is so true. I mean, we have to take care of ourselves before. It's like they say when the, there's a plane crash, you put the oxygen mask on first, and then you put the oxygen mask on your child. Yes. And I use that analogy often because you can't serve if you're coming from a place of depletion. So how do you, as a coach, kind of, you know, because I know a lot of people are coming with, with you with stuff about, you know, negative stuff that's happened in your past. And you already said you're empathetic and you're sympathetic. So how do mm. you not take that on as a coach? 
I think you just, you have to be able to draw a line and it's not easy, but you have to, um, my calendar, I have blocks of time, blocks of time for me, for my family, for work, because I do have outside work as well. And also have time blocked out for me for journaling is one of the ways that I, that I can move forward and take myself out of other parts of the day. Um, so you, and you have to find your own thing. For me, it's journaling, it's praying, it's um, reading. Sometimes it's scrolling through Facebook. You need, sometimes you need mind numbing stuff. <laughs> watching, watching a show on TV. So that's how I kind of disconnect from those kinds of things. Honestly, a lot of things I've done lately is muting people that are triggers for me, like things that mm -hmm. come up really bad. I just mute them. I don't unfollow. I don't unfriend because honestly, that's like a two year old. If you unfriend <laughs> you mute them, you know, and you just say, you know, I can't, I can't, it's not serving me right now in the mindset that I'm in to see all this supposedly perfection when you know their life's not really perfect, but they're putting out that air that their life is perfect. Yeah. It's kind of have to mute them and it kind of unfollow, not un unfriend, but unfollow. So they're not coming up on your feed. Right. Right. And especially in this day, you have to be able to take care of yourself and your heart and your mind. And as you said earlier, sometimes you do have to disconnect from people. Um, I've always heard that there, there are relationships that are there for a time, for a season, and for a reason. And I have found that, um, you know, you always have those really close relationships that will last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. where, where you, my best friend growing up since third grade, we still connect. We don't connect as often because we live in separate states, but when we do connect, just pick up where we left off and I I think that's also important as you're as a coach or as whoever you are whatever business area you're in you have to also make sure you have those people around you who will lift you up who will encourage you who will hold your hand if you need it who will lend a shoulder or an ear if you need to cry if you need to yell if you need to vent um a coach is someone who can be that person to a degree, but you also need those really close relationships and people in your life. That is so true. And I want to trusting people with the relationship, being able, if, am I going to be able to trust this person and not betray me? Am I going to be able to trust mm -hmm. this person with my deepest, darkest secrets and they won't just abandon me? Unfortunately, those that I've trusted some deep, dark, darkest secrets and kind of abandoned me. So it's kind of like, I have to kind of pick and choose who I need to be in my tribe right now. And I'm okay right. with be five very close friends than a, a thousand acquaintances. Right. It's interesting because I, I sometimes get grief because my personal Facebook page has thousands of people. Um, some of those are very, very close friends. A lot of them are people that I've met through networking in different organizations that I belonged to. And I can tell you probably 97%, let's say 95 to 
why I know each person on there. Um, it's not a lot of random people. And I'm getting requests for a little more of that, which is why I'm moving some of my stuff more to my coaching page than my personal page. But I want to reach those who are in my circle. Um, the relationships, I, I mean, I can't stress enough how important that is. And there are people from different walks, mm -hmm. different life um, seasons again. And I may have just totally missed a question because I just went rambling. No, you're good. <laughs> you are so good. You're, uh, this is what I wanted. I will tell you guys, Lisa was kind of scared about coming on because she was afraid that of the questions because I don't send out a set set of questions. It's kind of more of a conversation because I want yeah. it to be authentic. If there's anything that you ever knew about me is I'm very authentic. Yes. I'm be vulnerable. I'll be vulnerable. I'll go come on sometimes without makeup. Like I did during yes. um, father's day weekend. I came on and say, Hey, this is what I'm a hot mess express, but this, <laughs> is how I feel. this is how I'm showing up today. You know, so that way everybody knows they're not alone. And that's my biggest thing is to make sure that everybody knows they're not alone, that there is somebody out that's there right. dealing with the exact same thing they're dealing with. That's right. It, you know, it's funny um, because I am a writer and I do interviews with people, have for years and years from my PR background, from my writing background. And I was thinking about that earlier today. I wouldn't, I never give anybody questions ahead of time. Never, because I want that spontaneity. I want that spontaneity and I want that, that the authentic answers about who you are, what you are, where you're going, those kinds of things. And I've been like that for 30 some odd years, no. 40, yeah, 40 some odd years in doing that part of my life. So that just shows that little bit of paralyzed perfectionist that comes in when you say, yeah, there are no questions. Why would I even expect that? I would never, I don't share them with people that I interview. Why would I expect you to do that? And it's funny so because I love the it. only one that says that. A lot of people say that. A lot of people are asking for the questions and I'm like, nope, I just send talking points and that's kind of what we're going to hit. But if yeah. we hit anything else, it's like, it's a chat. It's, it's a conversation. That's why it's called Chats from the Blog Cabin. And I love it. And I love it. And I do appreciate you having me on today, too. And Lisa and I are going to work somehow together somewhere. We're going to figure out some way that we can collaborate together and do Absolutely. something. Because, I mean, honestly, I just feed off her energy. I just love her energy. Thank um, you. She was one other person in our group, Alyssa. And we kind of all just kind of meshed together and kind of yes. encouraged and supported each other. And... You know, when you someone that's from a different state, well, this is not from a different state. She is actually from North Carolina as well. But, you know, that we don't really know in person. Sometimes those are the yeah. best people to have because they're outside of the situation. So they can get a different. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And again, my small group, it's amazing. And that's one of the things that we talked about Sunday night was. How can you have 15 people, 15 women? <laughs> on a call from so many different places. I think we represent 14, 13 or 14 different states wow. with 15 to 16 women. And everybody's going through the same kind of stuff. And that's where I, you know, I think we all connected the three of us with Cami because 
we had some, and we're in different businesses, each of the three of us, mm -hmm. um, really, but we had some of the same internal situations and have been able to partner. And Alyssa and I are friends and connect with, on different levels. And then you and I have talked about partnering on different things. The one thing that with the three of us, relationship, 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 relationship was one of our values, each and every one of us in different levels, different, different ways. But I think that's key. And I think, um, I don't know, I, I agree with you. People shouldn't be alone. They shouldn't feel like they are alone. I oh. just had a rooster. I think a rooster got out in my backyard. Hey, is it 5 a.m. again? <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Our neighbor two houses down has roosters. And I'm like, what the heck? He's like right by my window. I thought maybe we talked that long. Wow. <laughs> it's time for your early morning devotions. Again? It just did them. <laughs> So, That's so there fun. Anything else that you want to share before we sign off? Um, you know, I just appreciate you doing what you're doing and your authenticity. I really do, uh, Melissa. It's been so fun to watch you go from, I don't know about talking in front of people. I don't know about doing this to, oh, wait, one Facebook Live. Heck no, I'm going to do three or four in a week. And now you've come to be um, realistic also, because sometimes we can wear ourselves down by the actions that we take. So you're doing two a, two a week. Yeah, I'm is actually, that right? The special edition. I'm doing three. Because yeah, tomorrow, I'm gonna have uh, uh, one of my daughter's friends. She has a son that was born with CHD, it's a congenital heart defect, mm. and she's gonna talk about the importance of wearing masks during COVID because oh. that is a topic that a lot of people are so controversial about. And I think if people see the face behind this cute little boy's face and realize what a danger they're going to be, if they don't wear a mask, yes. out, that maybe that might make a difference. Who knows? And that's, you know, that's the key right there. Three words, make a difference. Mm -hmm. I know that's what you want to do. I know that's what I want to do. And if people are interested in talking to me and coming on board, to coach with me i'd love that but i just want to do that i want to keep encouraging and keep making a difference and i do want to credit um on the women's panel you didn't see lisa lisa was in the background she was like my <laughs> my executive producer in the background um because we had one participant on the women's panel on race that was deaf and lisa was actually kind of feeding her the questions and and helping helping me out in the background and i really want to give you credit i forgot to give you credit that day on it but oh. i definitely want to give you credit for that i didn't for do it for credit but thank you i i'll do it and then you actually tuned in to the next one when i did the one on men so race, and you just kept commenting and you and cammy both were just like my biggest cheerleaders during that because yeah. that was me stepping outside of my comfort zone yeah. on those issues. You did, but, you know, they were wonderful. And current current topics, current events, and you, you lead them well. You let people talk, and then you interject the appropriate questions to keep the conversation flowing. And that's a gift. And just like, just like I've been planning on doing a panel with um, women that are in biracial relationships, but nobody's schedules are aligning. So instead <laughs> I was like, you know what, instead of doing the panel, I'm just going to have you guys each come on individually. So I have 
a woman from Nigeria whose husband's Vietnamese. He's they're coming on soon. And she's actually was the one that suggested, Hey, you know, my husband's going to be home during the time we do our live. And since you're talking about relationships, can he come on with us? I said, absolutely. Because I just love their whole dynamic. They're super funny. They have their own YouTube channel. So I'm just like super excited about that. That's I'm going to get them. I know that's hilarious. I'm friends with a biracial couple here. So if you need somebody else, they're beautiful people. Yeah, I don't think I could ever get my husband into doing <laughs> on lives. Um, and I try to get my daughter because she, you know, she's Mexican American, and my daughter is married to a guy who's, um, let's see, seventy-five percent Japanese, a quarter, no, fifty percent Japanese, quarter German, and a quarter white, and he was raised by Puerto Rican step parents, so. The whole like, woo, she said, by the time she gets, that's ready, awesome. she will have like, you won't even know what race the kids are by the time the kid, her kids have kids. They won't and because it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. People are people. Okay. So awesome. Tell me what's one unusual thing about yourself. Gosh, I'm so transparent. One unusual thing about myself. I don't know if it's unusual, but I do sing. Um, and I was planning to go. I, I always say when I was in high school, I was never getting married. I was never having kids and I was going to Broadway. Instead, I have been married twice to Michael for we just celebrated our 29th wedding anniversary. We have three kids, two came as package deal and he's always had custody. So, I mean, they're all grown now. And then we had Christian together. And so I have three kids, three grandchildren, one from each of our kids. And I've still not been to New York, but I have sang on praise teams all these years. So <laughs> you just never know what the plan is. But you're going to New York trip, right? What did you say? You're going to manifest that New York trip. Yes, I am going to manifest that New York trip. And it was really fun because, uh, you know, one of the positives from COVID is Hamilton just played on Disney Plus. And my husband, who really doesn't do musicals, and I sat and watched it and we both loved it. So maybe that'll help get him to want to go to New York sometime because I do want to see a Broadway musical. I've only seen one Broadway show and that was Phantom of the Opera and it was so amazing. I just loved it. Yep. And I've seen some stage performances, um, but not in New York. And I've, you know, I've done things on the stage on the platform of church. And then I was also Sophia, one of the nuns in Sound of Music here at our outdoor theater. Yes. So I won't ask you to sing right now because I won't put you on the spot. <laughs> Unless you want to. No, we're good. <laughs> Lisa, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I hope you learned a lot from Lisa. I love the story about the husband and wife. 
I also loved how Lisa said coaches give you the tools and the resources to use, but you have to put in the hard work. So many times we tend to forget that we need to put in the work to get to where we need to go. Now, guess what? I'm putting in a little work. I need your help. I'm playing a special episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin where the tables are turned and I have to answer the questions. So basically, it's like ask me anything type episode. So I really need you to send me your questions. So if you would go by Instagram and check out at Frugal Mom or at Chats from the Blog Cabin and message me there and send me your questions. I hope you really enjoyed listening to these chats. And if there are any topics you'd like me to cover, please let me know. As you can see, I've covered a variety of topics from the racial tension we have in our country, immigration, fashion styling, wearing masks. I want to do controversial as well as entertaining topics. So send me your topics. And remember, I've also turned these chats from the block cabin to not only this podcast, but Facebook Lives and even the interviews on YouTube. Lives are where you can see them first. YouTubes are where you can see them after so you don't have to search on Facebook Live. Thank you for being part of the Chats from the Block Cabin family. I really appreciate all you listeners. And we're growing and growing. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to leave a rating or review. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. And remember, keep chatting 